What's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode or a live episode. Well, it's not technically live. I'm just premiering it. But nonetheless, guys, TOEFL ITP Longman Test Number 2, Part A. We're going to be going over questions 1 through 15. You're going to see how I note-take in my head. I know a lot of you are like, wait, you can't note-take in your head. Believe me, there are things that I pick out that, you know, I mean, to be honest with you, I find the main idea quickly, I get one word, and I relate it back to the answers. That's how quick it is. And luckily, I have been fortunate enough, uh, probably between the months, ooh, maybe April, and especially up to the beginning of August, of taking the TOEFL ITP probably about, oh my God, maybe about 30 to 30, 30 to 40 times? No, nah, I would have to say about 30 times. And this is because, again, working with these people, I'm not going to get into all that nonsense, but I have a lot of experience now because I know that there are new series that have just come out and they are far more difficult. But nonetheless, for you guys out there, we're going to be running through this today, all right? So I just want to say thank you to everyone out there who has, uh, what was it, the last Longman podcast, it was a full podcast, as a matter of fact. And uh, from part A, questions one through 30. And the most magnificent part about that was the fact that it had like 600 podcast plays. So I'm like, oh my God, man, I have to do another one of these because I know my folks out there in Indonesia, they really, really, really love this stuff, especially uh, in the city, the capital of Jakarta. So what I'm gonna do today, man, I'm going over this again. However, there's a little change. I literally put the playback speed to about 1.25. Now the 1.25 that you're going to hear on YouTube is very similar to what you would hear on the test. Because the last time I did the Longman test, the playback speed was very, very, it was not the playback speed, but the speed compared to what you would hear on the test, not very good. So if you really wanna practice your listening, boost it up, go from 1.0 normal speed to 1.25 on YouTube and for practice, because then that will increase your likelihood of getting the key words and being able to answer, you know, uh, straight away. Uh, so, you know, we're, that's the whole new segment that we're going to be doing today. So just to go over this guys, one through 15. Okay. And then 16 through 30, you're going to do, or you're going to answer. Now, of course you're looking on my screen. They are bullet points. It's because my blog sucks, okay? But it's exactly what it was before. So A, B, C, D. So number 16, put your answers in the comment section, okay? 16 all the way up to 30. Got it? So we're going to be getting into this. Again, normally you would see yes to question, but I did not write the questions. Where I'm just going to write the keywords because we know that the second person is mainly, what does the man mean? What does the woman mean? What can be inferred about the conversation? There are only probably two or three times throughout the passage where you're completely unaware of the question and you're like, oh my God, well, I didn't know it was that, but honestly, it's not like, no, no, it's nothing like that. Now for obviously part B, part C, yes, you need to see the questions. But in part A, man, just practice the way I'm gonna do it today. So. Guys, with that being said, shared the screen, got the sound on, so it is time to dive into this, all right? And you're going to see me do some very good note-taking. 
you're going to hear the man who says, number one, he's going to say it very quickly, but the conversation is going to carry as usual. All right, so here we go. Number one. Why did the class move to a different room? We couldn't get into our regular classroom. Someone lost the key to it. What does the man mean? Boom. You know, it's so weird. I don't, oh my God, my lagging up. My MacBook is lagging like a crazy. So, nonetheless, here we go. My key words, as you see. Why class move? Couldn't get in. Okay, now obviously, oh, well, the main idea was the key. Okay, main idea was the key. Why couldn't they get in? Because the key, somebody had misplaced it. So, if we look at A, A says they were in the regular room. Does that relate to it? At a regular room, did she say regular at all? No. So you're taking A out. B, it says they, oh, I'm sorry, not they key. Uh, that would be like literally two subjects. But the key was misplaced. That is correct, right? Because he said we couldn't get in. Somebody had the key or the key was misplaced. So if I actually go back, because I was literally like making notes while I was doing that. The class moved to it. Here we go. What does the oh. couldn't get into our regular classroom? Someone lost the key to it. Someone lost the key. Boom, there it is. Someone lost the key. That relates to the key was misplaced. See, it says he's taken a different class, completely unrelated and main idea. And D, he has the key to the classroom. No, he doesn't. She said, why did the class move? He said, we couldn't get in. So obviously, he doesn't have the key or else they wouldn't have moved the room. Got it? So that's your number one. That's why the key was misplaced. So again, you don't need to know the question. You just need to be prepared for the key words. And those key words, you saw me write down. So right here, before I even get this started, I literally pressed A and it took like two seconds for it to come up. So here we go. Oh my God, maybe because I have like 5 million tabs open. So here we go. On to number two, people. What does the man mean? What does the man mean? Here we go. Come on, come on. Number two. Do you have the book that you borrowed from Jim? I need to use it. No, sorry, I don't. I already returned it to Jim. What does the woman mean? Boom. She already returned it to Jim. Do you have book? No, I returned it to him. Bam, that's it. My key words, have book? No, return it to Jim. Now, this is very difficult for me to teach my Thai students, especially students who are going to become teachers, because they are completely lost uh, when they actually hear this. So because I have a worldwide podcast teaching you guys, you guys are like, oh yeah, I got it. You'll be able to understand and pick up my techniques versus me teaching, of course, students here in Thailand. Got it? So here we go. Have book? No. Return it to Jim. A, she will lend it to the man. But does she have the book? Now remember, the guy says, have the book? She said no. So she can't return it if she doesn't have it, A, gone. B, she never lent the book to Jim. Of course she did. No, well, she didn't, well, she never lent it to Jim, but, you know, she returned it to Jim. So she returned it to him, but it wasn't hers. So maybe 
Jim lent it to her. Don't overanalyze. That's completely unrelated. C, Jim wants to borrow the book. No, Jim has the book. And that's your D. And D is the answer. It says Jim has the book. Yes, because she returned it to Jim. You guys understand what I'm saying? That's how you break it down. All right, so here we go. We're going into number three now. I feel like restarting my MacBook, I swear. <laughs> number three. Are you still writing checks? I've written the checks for rent and electricity, but I still have a few more to take care of. What is the... Okay, so here we go. Let's press pause. Writing checks, she said, okay? And he said, um, yes, I've written this and this, and I still need to write this. And then the question was, what is the man most likely doing? So, are you still writing checks? Well, I, I wrote the check for this, the power bill, or the gas bill, or this, or that. And I still need to do this. So what is he doing? Obviously, A is the answer. He's paying bills. B, it says talking to the landlord. He can't be talking because he's writing. Except when he, of course, replied to the woman. C, it says turning the lights off. Completely unrelated. Looking for an apartment, completely unrelated. He is paying bills, why? Because he's writing checks out for the bills that need to be paid. Got it, guys? So here we go. You guys are doing all right now. Again, if you're watching me on my ESL podcast, like, yeah, no, you can't watch on a podcast. If you are listening to me on my ESL podcast, you can actually go onto my blog and you'll be able to see my notes in the numbers. So number one, notes. Number two, notes. Number three, notes, along with the answers, uh, just, just following each of those, okay? So let's go into number four. The man most likely doing. What is the man most likely doing? Yep, got it. Number four. Should we leave for class now? But it's not time for class yet. What does the woman mean? All right, so he said, should we leave now? She says, it's not time for class. So A, she has no time to go to class. Is that related, yes or no? Should we leave now? No, it's not time for class. So let's say class starts at nine. It's about 8.45 right now. Why should we leave? Got it? B, it says they are already late for class. They can't be late because she said it's not time for class. So if it's not time for class, they can't be late. C, it's too early to go to class. Yes, it's not time for class. Therefore, it's too early. That is your answer. D, she has to be on time for class. It's not about her. It's about class. Unrelated main idea. Goodbye. Boom! That's how you guys do it. Let's keep it rocking, babe. Let's keep it rocking. Number five. Number five. Is the physiology class as difficult as I've heard? It's not terribly difficult, but it is time consuming. What does the man mean? Boom. Okay. So here we go. Class difficult. That's what you pick up, right? Is the class difficult? 
Now, he said, not difficult. So he disagreed. No, it's not difficult, but it's time consuming. You must understand what time consuming means. All right. Now, again, being out here, luckily, I don't teach the, that level, the level of like beginner and elementary students anymore. Very happy about that. The majority of the people who I reach out to in my audience is more pre-intermediate to intermediate, upper intermediate, and advanced. So thank you very much for that. You make my life a lot easier. But time consuming. If you understand that, here we go. Hey, he is resuming his duties. This has nothing to do with his duties. It has to do with class. B, he is assuming the class is difficult. No, he said the class is not difficult. B, go away. C, the class is terrible. What? The class is terrible? That is completely unrelated to what was asked. Goodbye. Time consuming means it takes a lot of time. And your answer is D. Got it? So. Let's keep it going, people. Do you understand? Again, if you have to rewind it and everything, I'm taking notes. Go check out my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com. You'll be able to understand this, okay? So let's keep it going. Number six. Number six. These dorm rooms could certainly use a new coat of paint. I'll say. What does the woman okay, mean? that's easy. Okay, that's easy. Again, when they say, I'll say, that means they agree. However, these types of questions are not on the TOEFL ITP anymore. Very rarely would you come across something like this. Still good to know, but this is probably a dated 10 to 12, 10, to, we're talking one to two decades old. All right, people, because long men, they made this book probably about 600 million years ago. A lot of the TOEFL ITP material that's out there right now, very, very dated stuff, okay? So, but at the same token, it's always good to know these types of expressions, okay? So, he says, dorm rooms need new paint. That's what he says. She said, I'll say. That means she agrees. Which answer, okay, is she agrees. Now, A, she needs a new coat. B, she likes to paint in the dorm rooms. C, she has the same opinion as the man. That's the agreement. And D, she left her coat. She, it's not about her having a coat. She said these dorm rooms need a new coat. He said these dorm rooms need a new coat of paint. Okay? A and D are gone. Why? She doesn't have a coat. Okay? Now, B, it says she likes to paint. No, she agreed with the man. It needs a new, it needs a new paint job. It's kind of like the, the room that I'm in right now, if I actually show you guys. See? It's all ugly. Probably can't see it. But it needs a new paint job, right? So, again, this is very, very important stuff. And, again, with these agreement and disagreement uh, types of questions, you won't find them so often on the ITP test in present day. So just keep that in mind, okay? Here we go. Let's keep it going. Number seven. Number seven. Are you ready to work on the history paper? I will be in a couple of minutes. I have to finish the math problems before I start on history. What does the man mean? Not bad. Not bad. She said ready. That's all she said. Are you ready? History? Da, da, da. Okay, we got it. 
Are you ready? We got to look for that question, the, 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 the content question word. Are you ready? Ready for what? Test? I will be. Couple of minutes. Got to finish math problems first. There it is. A, he needs to complete the math assignment first. A is your answer. He has to finish the math problems first. So first and first, they relate to one another. B, it says he'll be ready in a couple of hours. I did not hear hours. C, he is going to history class now. This isn't about where he is going. Wrong main idea. D, he was ready a few minutes ago. No, he will be ready, will, future tense, in a couple of minutes. It doesn't relate to a few minutes ago. All right, so that's how you break down the question even further. So let's keep it going. Ooh. Number eight. Do you know where the file folders are? Sorry, I don't. They were moved, and now I don't know where they are. What does the woman imply about the folders? Okay, so file folders. No, I don't. They were moved. She doesn't know where they are. That's the general gist. So guys, even if you just listen to this without even, you know, finding the right answer, it'll, it'll get you so prepared for the ITP. All right. So if you look at bullet point number one, it says she's sorry. She moved them. Uh, she didn't move them. It's just the file folders were moved. She didn't say that she moved them because then she said, I don't know where they are. That means she didn't move them. B, it says she really knows where they are. No, she doesn't. She says, I don't know where they are. C, they haven't been moved. Of course they have been moved because the man asked and the woman doesn't know where they are. So D, someone else moved them correct. All right, that's how you break it down, people. That's how you do it. Let's keep it going, man. We got about seven more questions and then it is your turn. Now remember guys, I have a TOEFL ITP badge on my Patreon. You can hit the link in the description. If you would like me to see the set, if you would like to see the second part of this video, questions 16 through 30, make sure you get in contact with me, set up a consultation call, call whatever it may be, and come on to my Patreon badge. You will find so many materials, very, very useful, exclusive webinars, Q and A's, all that good stuff. Keep that in mind, okay? But nonetheless, let's keep it going. Number nine. We seem to have a difficult problem to solve. The problem is not unrepairable. What does the man mean? All righty. So that one's a little bit crazy. But again, we have a difficult problem. Okay. He says the problem, not unrepairable. Un is a negative prefix. Not is a negative word. A negative and a negative equals a... So that means the problem is doable. That means it's repairable. That means it could be handled. It's not impossible to be, it's not impossible to complete something like that, or it's not impossible to be completed. Nonetheless, got it? So A, it says a solution is not apparent. B, the problem can be fixed. C, there is really a pair of problems. No, it's one problem. And D, the problem is difficult to solve. Now, yes, the problem is difficult to solve, but he said not unrepairable. Therefore, it can be fixed. <laughs> Boom! Number 10, people. Number 10. So here we go.
Let's keep it going. Number 10. I hope we don't have a quiz today. I'm not really very prepared on the material for today. I don't think we will. This professor rarely, if ever, gives quizzes. What does the man mean? The professor rarely, if ever, gives quizzes. That means more than likely there will not be a quiz given today because, again, the professor does not give quizzes. So A says the professor gives quizzes regularly. No, he said if not, what do you say? Rarely, if not ever. If not never, if not ever. Yeah, he doesn't give quizzes. A actually means that he does give quizzes regularly. Mm. B, the woman is really quite prepared. This has nothing, no, she said, I am not prepared. So B, no, it is unusual for this professor to give quizzes. Yes, unusual if equates to rarely, if not ever. And D, he doesn't think there's a class today. That's a completely unrelated main idea. All right, so I want you guys to follow me on this one, all right? We got about, about five more to go with it. It's gonna be your turn to rock and roll. Number 11. Have you looked at the chemistry problem yet? Yes, and the problem was impossible to comprehend. What does the woman mean? Okay, so here we go. Impossible to comprehend. Comprehend means understand. It is impossible to understand, okay? That means it's impossible to solve. So with that being said, we have A, she could not comprehend the chemistry lecture. Okay, we're not talking about the lecture, we're talking about the problem. B, she has not had time to look at the assignment. No, she had time. She said, yes, I've looked at it and it's impossible to comprehend. C, it was impossible for her to complete the problem. Oh, I'm sorry, it was possible for her to complete the problem. No, she says, it was impossible. And then of course, D, she could not understand the problem, meaning that equates to impossible to comprehend. All right, let's keep it going. Number 12. Do you know if we have to pay a fee to see the exhibit at the museum? Not as far as I know. What does the man mean? Okay, so not as far as I know, that's kind of an expression, meaning not to the best of my knowledge. Okay, that means he's a little bit unsure, maybe 50-50, maybe 60-40, but he's like, well, I don't really know. Not as far as I know, it's kind of like saying, well, maybe, maybe not. So it's like a 50-50 chance. So A, it says he doesn't know how far away the exhibit is. This is not about the location and how far the exhibit is. This is about a fee that needs to possibly be paid. So A, no. B, he's uncertain about the fee. Correct! He's uncertain, meaning 50-50 chance. C, the exhibit is not very far away. Again, that is completely unrelated and it's similar to A. And again, the last one, he's sure the exhibit is free. So it's very, it's, it's very difficult because again, she says, do we have to pay a fee for the art exhibit? He says, not as far as I know. Now, it's not about, he's sure, he's sure is like an 80% to 90% chance. These two answers are very, very similar, right? So D, 
He's sure the exhibit is free. That's like an 80% chance, meaning, oh, it's free. But the thing is, not as far as I know, it's not an 80% chance. It's a 50. He's uncertain about the fee. That's why he said not as far as I know, meaning I don't know. Okay? So don't get thrown off by that. That's a very, very, that question is very, very similar. I'm sorry. Th those two answers are very similar. So do not be confused. All right? Whew. Let's keep it going. Number 13. I can't take the biology course I wanted to take this semester. It's at the same time as the chemistry course I have to take. Why not wait to take the biology course next semester? What does the man suggest about the biology course? Okay, so she, uh, what is this? She has to take chemistry. She can't, uh, she can't take biology this semester because it's at the same time of chemistry and she has to take it, uh, she has to take chemistry this semester. He suggests that just take it next semester, which ultimately is going to have to be the factor. So, uh, or is the factor to her making her decision. So A, not taking it at all? No, she must take it. Taking it along with chemistry? No, he said take it next semester. And that relates to the answer C, which is taking it later. And D, taking it instead of chemistry. No, she has to take chemistry. Got it? Don't get too confused out there, people. So here we go. I like this one. Before we even start, number 14, A, astronomer, B, physician, C, philosopher, D, engineer. You have to look for words of association, words that relate to these specific fields. And you're going to pick that up by a specific phenomenon that happens. So here we go. Number 14. Where are you going now? I'm heading to a talk by Dr. Barton. There's going to be a solar eclipse later this month. Dr. Barton's giving a talk on what to expect during the eclipse. Who solar eclipse, what does that relate to? Does that relate to the engineer, philosopher, physician, or astronomer? I'll let you do that one. And the last question. Now again, if you guys would like me to go more into detail and whatnot, this is a great opportunity for you to, again, look into my TOEFL ITP badge. For $50 a month, you get a lot of stuff. So keep that in mind, people. Now, for number 16, I'm sorry, number 15, we're going to go through this. Number 16 through 30, I'll be doing it on video over there and in podcast form. So keep that in mind, okay? So let's do it. Who is Dr. Barton most likely to be? Dr. Barbin, most likely to be. Number 15. Were you expecting such a nice gift? It couldn't have surprised me more. What does the woman mean? All right. Were you expecting such a nice gift? She said it couldn't have surprised her more. Meaning the gift was amazing. So here we go. Hey, nothing could surprise her. Negative. It did surprise her. The gift really astonished her. Now, again, if someone asks a question, this is a really good technique. If someone asks a question such as this one, and they say, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree less. That means 
they double that. It's not only that they agree, but they agree even more, or they are more, uh, were you expecting, she's like, I couldn't have been surprised, well, it couldn't have surprised her more. So that surprise, again, it being an adjective, but you need to look for more of an extreme. And astonish relates to surprise, but it's more of an extreme adjective, an extreme version of surprised. All right, so see, it says she couldn't have gotten more gifts. It's not about her getting gifts, and it's about one gift. And again, she was expecting the gift. That is negatory. So guys, with that being said, what I'm going to do, again, I could just go along with playing the rest of them, and you guys can answer and post them in the comments. You know, let's just go on ahead and do that. So you're going to hear number 16. And for those of you, again, on what is it? Facebook, you guys, and YouTube, you guys are looking at all the answers. But for people in my ESL podcast, I need to recite these answers out loud. So you're going to hear the question for you ESL podcasters and hear me say the answers. And then you'll have to pick. For those of you watching Facebook and uh, on YouTube, post those answers in the comment section. So here we go. Number 16. Have you been studying for long? For hours, and I'm all worn out. What does the... A, she's wearing a new dress. B, she's ready to study for hours. C, she's exhausted. D, she has studied about the war for hours. Woman mean. Number 17. Do you think that Tom's the one who should be selected for the team? Oh, he's head and shoulders above the rest. What does the man say about Tom? A. He's really tall. B. He's the best. C. He's got a good head on his shoulders. D. He always uses his head. Go on to the next page. Okay, let's keep it going. Number 18. Number 18. Do you understand what we're supposed to do for tomorrow? Not really. The professor barely talked about the assignment. What does the man mean? A. He's already talked to the professor about the assignment. B. There is no assignment for tomorrow. C, he's not sure what the professor will talk about. D, the professor discussed the assignment only briefly. Number 19. Did you go to the party last night? If I had known about it, I would have. What does the man say about the party? A, he went to it. B, he knew about it. C, he didn't know about it. D, he gave it. Number 20. Do you know what time it is? I just heard the clock strike noon. What does the woman mean?
A, it's hard to lock the room. B, the cloak was delivered on time. C, someone struck the crockery and broke it. D, it is now midday. Number 21. I'll be staying at the beach with my family during spring break. So you did decide to take the trip after all. What did the man believe about the woman? So what had he assumed? A, that she wouldn't take the trip. B, that she would go to the beach. C, that she really liked the beach. D, that she would take a break from her studies. Number 22. Did your nieces and nephews like the gifts you got for them? They couldn't have been more excited when they saw what I got them. Couldn't what does the man excited. say about his nieces and nephews? Couldn't have been more excited. That means they were what? A, they were disappointed. B, they didn't get any gifts. C, they were unexcited. D, they were really pleased. Number 23. Are you worried about having to give such a long speech in front of such a large audience? I think I can pull it off. What does the woman mean? Idiom, expression. A, she believes she can succeed. B, she's decided to pull out of it. Was that B or C? Yeah, C, she wants to put off the speech for a while. D, she thinks the speech is too long. Number 24. There's a problem with your scholarship? Unfortunately, I forgot to sign and date the documents before I returned them to the scholarship office. So the scholarship has been held up. I need to go into the scholarship office to resolve the problem. What does the woman mean? More than likely, because her answer was very long, that is very similar to what you would be answering on the TOEFL ITP test, okay? So, number 24, A, she, she'd like to offer the man a scholarship. B, the documents were returned to her with the signature. C, she needs to sign the documents. D, she works in the scholarship office. Number 25. Were the bills paid on time this month? I wish they had been. What does the man imply? I wish they had been. So 25, he doesn't have time to pay the bills. That's 25A. 25B, the bills weren't paid on time. C, of course, he paid the bills on time. And D, he will pay the bills for the last Number 26. The lecture on the realities of entrepreneurship in the 21st century was really fascinating, wasn't it? I'm not sure if it was or not. I didn't understand a word. What does the man mean? 
<laughs> a, he thinks the lecture was really interesting. B, he's not sure if the ideas are workable. C, he understood nothing about the lecture. And D, he's not sure about, wait, he's not sure what the woman would like to know. Twenty-seven. Here we go. Number twenty-seven. I forgot to send the scholarship application in on time. You really missed the boat. What does the woman say to the man? That is an idiom. Number twenty-seven a. He missed an opportunity. Twenty-seven b. He was late for his trip. Twenty-seven c. He should take the next boat. 27D, he should send in his application. Three more people, three more. Number 28. I don't think you heard what I said. It wasn't that I didn't hear what you said. It was that I didn't agree with it. What does the man mean? He didn't agree with it. So, 28. A. He agrees with what she said. B, he thinks she didn't say anything. C, he couldn't hear what she said. Or D, he did hear what she said. Last two. Number 29. John will pick us up at 7.30 for the concert. That should give us plenty of time to get there. So John is going after all. What had the woman expected? Okay, here we go. 29A, that John would pick them up for the concert. B, that the concert would start earlier. C, that John would not be going to the concert. D, that they would be late to the concert. Number 30. Did you enjoy the trip? Not really. If the water hadn't been so rough and the boat hadn't rolled around so much, I would have enjoyed it more. What does the man mean? A. He enjoyed the trip immensely. B. The boat trip was really rough. C. He couldn't have enjoyed the trip more. D. The water was not very rough. So people will and said thank you thank you thank you so much for tuning in to another and again this is similar to the coaching it kind of is coaching but again i'm not interacting with you guys so i'm probably going to say that it's not coaching but nonetheless man i hope you guys enjoyed this specific podcast or if you guys are watching this video again if you want to see me in video and audio form explain questions 16 through 30 Patreon is available. Lots of great grammar, written expression, era, all that great stuff, including reading, is in there. I actually have created some tests, and I've also put them in there, too. So, again, if you guys want to contribute to that, again, get in touch with me. I'll be more than happy to guide you in some way, steer you in some way. And, again, I'm just going to be waiting on you guys and for your comments and for what to bring up next. So, stay tuned for more. Thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast, man. Stay tuned. And stay tuned.
I'm your host as always, over and out.